So basically it's a tube that's designed to hold your hoagie and keep it water, waterproof uh, at the beach. Um, and yes, I know you're wondering, it does come with a belt clip. So... <laughs> the beer i had for breakfast wasn't bad so i had another one for dessert before we recorded this episode number 101 <laughs> of the promo front podcast i'm one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always the fan of the freshwater lobster the master of the mud bug the undisputed king of the crawfish Ooh. the one and only kirby hossman kirby how the blue are you today <laughs> i am uh, pretty decked out in blue it's my favorite color no i'm doing well man um knee deep kind of in the in the summer thing trying to keep you know, uh, business rolling while people were taking yep. vacations and, you know, both clients and internal. And so trying to balance all that. But other than that, I'm doing great. How about you, bud? Doing well, doing well. I'm glad you didn't say knee deep in the hoopla, which would be a lyric from We Built This City on Rock and Roll by Starship. Starship now that yeah. that song's in, everybody had, in everybody's brain, <laughs> why don't we just move it right along? Yep. You know, Kirby, you know what I love more than promotional products? What's that, Bill? Kirby, I love it when the worlds of retail and promo meet. You know, is there and, and really is there a better supplier of amazing premium brands in the promotional products industry than Hirsch Gift? Let me give you a hint, Kirby. The answer is no. <laughs> That's right. And if if you know you know Hirsch, I know Hirsch. But for some of the people who don't know Hirsch Gift, you know they're a top forty supplier. They're family owned by Peter and Paul Hirsch. Uh, they're centrally located in Houston, Texas, which means it's a lot uh, more cost effective to ship things just about mm -hmm. everywhere. Right. And they carry over 45 retail brands. And Kirby, I know you're a huge fan of the retail brands that Hirsch carries. Yeah, I mean, I think that they are, you know, forward thinking. And, uh, you know, I think that while a lot of companies are bringing brands on now, it's a trend, but Hirsch has been a part of that for a long time. And they've always been forward thinking when they come to the retail side of promo. And let's face it, good people, good people. Great people, great people, <laughs> great people. You know, I couldn't set it better myself, Kirby. In fact, one of my favorite retail brands that you can find at Hearst just happens to be the hottest audio retail brand right now, Kirby, Raycon. It's co-founded by platinum singer-songwriter and entrepreneur Ray J., and Raycon has the mission to democratize great technology and unlock inspirational audio experiences. I love that. And Hirsch Gift wants to get you to know Raycon so much so that they're going to give away a Power Speaker Ultra. And I don't know if you've seen this thing. It is awesome. <laughs> Talk about something that's going to fill a room with sound. This will do it. It's the power of a club wherever you go. It's got three different sound profiles, four audio modes. So you can use Bluetooth and auxiliary cord, USB and micro uh, SD, liquid flame light show. You can even connect additional speakers, Kirby. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm 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 That's how excited I am. <laughs> Love it. In heck, in, in heck, the winner of this thing is also going to get a personalized video from Ray J himself. And all you need to do is this, folks: follow Hirsch Gift on your favorite social media channel, as long as it's Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Love it. I don't. Uh, and, uh, share on the share their social media post from today. That's Friday, uh, June 10th, okay. on your social pages using the hashtag 
Rockin' with Raycon, and that'll get you one contest entry, okay? Love it. And the contest is going to run between now and July 1st. The winner's going to be announced July 12th. And I'm sorry, Kirby, you're not eligible. <laughs> um, but hey, would you like another entry for this? Yeah. And the answer is yes. I mean, this is like a $400 product, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, share this episode of your favorite Promo Upfront podcast. That would be this one, folks. The one we're about to just launch into on your social uh, media using the same hashtag that rocking with Raycon for another entry. And that's for today only June 10th only. If you do it on June 11th, I'll be happy, but Hirsch will not. So do it on June 10th. All right. So you want to learn more, visit hg-promo.com slash Raycon and see the entire line. Not going to be sorry you did. Great people there and uh, happy to have them here. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Excited. All right, Kirby, you have the upfront section of the uh, platinum level broadcast today. What do you what do you got for us to fire us off today? Yeah, again, I think this one will probably be quick, but um, just wanted to give a shout out. So uh, our good buddy, Paul Key, we reached out to us like a week or so ago um, Mm -hmm. to to share, you know, the background is you wrote a blog for Promo Kitchen um, for uh, several weeks ago, talking about the need for many organizations to step up. So stop talking about uh, diversity and inclusion and really do something about it. Um, And I think Paul was pretty proud that, you know, they shared his most recent newsletter with MIPA, so the mm-hmm. Michigan Promotional Products Association, mm-hmm. um, about their DEI efforts. They got a, a he had a full page page splash of tips. A couple of those yep. were eye opening for me. I thought they were really mm-hmm. really interesting. And then they are creating a committee to uh, sort of explore what can be done. And so, I, again, I really I assume you'll be pretty excited about. It, but I did want to give a shout out to MIPA leading the way on this because again, it's going to take I think people to um, who. As Paul, I think, said, sometimes those of us who don't look terribly diverse uh, yeah. to, to speak out and say that these are good things that are happening. So kudos to Paul Kiwi and MIPA and the whole group there. Um, what was your take on it? Yeah, that, that was a great email. Always love hearing from Paul. You talk about legends in the industry and that For Mount sure. Rushmore uh, absolutely includes Paul Kiwi. And, you know, and I, as I wrote in the blog, you know, any meaningful societal change it always starts with the people who are, are oppressed or marginalized or not included. It always starts with them. But to really accelerate that change, it has to be the people who are in power, right? right. The people who are don't look like the others or, or things like that. So, uh, and, I, and I thought what Paul wrote was exactly right. It's up to us as the average generic white guy mm-hmm. to lead the way. And he put his money where his mouth yeah. is. Absolutely. And he put his money where his mouth is. MIP is doing that. The tips he shared were great. And again, look, you know, we are better as, a, as an industry, we're better as a society when we have all the, the beautiful colors of our cultural rainbow included. And so yeah. the more we can do that, it's, it's small, it's, it's little bit, you know, you can fill a bucket by, by just putting drops in there and doing yeah. so intentionally. So it was great stuff from uh, the Michigan Promotional Products Association. Cool. So like I said, I knew it'd be quick, but I just <clears> wanted to give a shout out. So the, the shout has been shouted. All right. Kirby, did you see Gold Bond refreshed their brand? I did not, actually. That's weird. Okay. Selling. So um, 
they um, they've been around obviously for almost right. 75 years, right? right Since right, 1947. Right. So it's very similar visuals and a different font and tagline. Their new tagline is more than you expect. Um, and I've known Mark and Brittany for, for quite a while. What, what I really thought was more interesting, I don't really want to get into the nuts and bolts of, of a brand refresh. We we've talked about that recently, but what would you, one thing we don't talk about enough uh, and I don't think companies even look at enough. Okay. I love what, what that uh, gold bond really focused their efforts around their mission statement and their vision statement. Okay. And again, those are the things that really should be explaining who you are and why you exist to your clients. That's mm-hmm. your, that's your mission statement. And then your vision statement is what guides your company. And so <clears throat> their, their, their um, mission statement is now we strive to spark brand connection at the intersection of people, passion, and branded merchandise. And their vision statement is bonding with partners to produce lasting brands. How often, so I just, I thought it was great, again, not debating the relative merits, good, bad, you know, that's their mission statement and that's their vision statement. And I think that's fabulous. What I want to ask you is, as a small business owner, how often, do you have a mission and vision statement? Do you have those both? If, If not, why? If you do, when was the last time you looked at maybe it's time to rethink who we are as an organization? And yes, I am really putting you on the spot this morning. Yeah, no, that's fine. So it's funny. uh, I would say that, yes, we have a mission and vision statement. Uh, No, I haven't looked at it for a long time. Um, And ironically, it's uh, sitting in a plaque on my floor right there. (laughs) Uh, So that shows you how well we've done it. It's funny that you bring it up because I think it is one of those things that on a regular Mm -hmm. basis, um, it does need to be re you know i've heard uh, donald miller talk about this like if, if the rest of the team uh can't say it then it's not really yeah. uh, right you know it should be able, everybody should be able to say it off the tip, tip of your tongue now for us i think yeah. delivering marketing joy has yeah. operated not just as a tagline but as that's a uh, great vision statement right that is right. your vision i love yeah that. so i would say yeah. that piece yeah we've done pretty well um but there's no question that that's a place where you know i don't know that and, and the funny thing is I've gone through the exercise several times. And I think one of the challenges I've run into, if I'm being honest, is I've never been able to create like a, those statements that inspire mm-hmm. me. And yeah. so if it doesn't inspire me, how the hell is it going to inspire the team? And so that is a place yeah. I think I've, um, I've lacked a little bit. And yeah. um, but again, but then I always fall back to, but delivering marketing joy has become a baseline for, yeah, it's a good um marketing statement for us. But I think I've told you before, I always know that we're onto something when the employees start saying, well, look, that doesn't deliver marketing joy. We need to do it yeah. a different way. And so in that way, yes. But I think in the full totality of what you asked me, no. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you think you kind of uh, answered your own question a little bit to a certain extent. Yeah. Now, I think you, when you include your employees in this <clears throat> process, when you, okay, what, what is our mission? statement why that's the why you exist and then your right. vision statement when you include your employees in on that i think you get some real good feedback and, and my understanding is gold bond had had quite a bit of input from their associates on this and so i think you can craft a mission and vision statement around delivering marketing joy in and of itself great tagline probably ambiguous for a mission or vision statement right 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 but including that, I think absolutely makes all the sense in the world. <clears throat> so, and it's, it's just, I thought it was interesting that they really focused on that 
because to me that's doing, and they didn't rebrand. It's a brand refresh, right? It's mm-hmm. updating a few things, but really focusing on that mission and vision statement. I, I'm a big believer. That's something you should look at. I, I, you know, I always say you should look at your branding about every 12 to 18 months. Right. I think you should look at your mission and vision probably about annually. Just look at it. It doesn't mean you have to do anything with it. Is it still speaking to your target audience? Is it speaking to your internal target audience? Like what you were saying, your associates. So I just thought it was pretty interesting. Well, and and I would say, you know, I think a lot of times on this podcast, I I think you and I tend to look at, you know, when we talk about things like this, we sometimes talk about it looking at distributors, right? Because Mm -hmm. we say that distributors, we're all competing. We all sell the same price from the same people, you know, we need differentiators, but I think the same is totally true on the supplier side. Um, you know, and so the, I, I think that there's no question whether I consciously or subconsciously, I make decisions on, um, who I'm doing business with based on the people that most, um, most resonate with me. Um, right. And, and I'm not a part of a buying group or, you know, something like that. So right. that that's true. Like, I don't, like the, I'm making right. the decisions based specifically on people's whys, I think sometimes, and the people who are there. And so mm-hmm. I think doing this as a supplier does make a ton of sense. I think doing it all the time makes sense. And, and do you have, no, do you have it on your website at all? Do you have it like, so your, your clients could see it if they wanted to? No. And so, okay. yeah, I think again, just curious. I, I, I have, I have an <clears throat> F on F for vision. No, no, you have an F for fun. Um, Here's the thing. There's no right or wrong answer here. I don't think anybody goes to a website and reads a vision statement and says, oh man, I got to do business with them. But what it does do is give a visitor an an idea of who you are and what you stand for. And I think you and I talked about it on the podcast. You know, it isn't about what you sell. It is about what you stand for. And that's what people really are buying into in terms of personal brands and, and, and in corporate brands is what you stand for. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All that's right, good Kirby, stuff. fire us up another topic. But before you do, you know what I got to do, Kirby? Man, I got to amp up this podcast. I got to <laughs> amp it up really bad right now because you know what? That's brought to us by Promo Pulse. It's already June. Can you believe it, Kirby? It's already June. There's no time like the present to present consistently um, great marketing to amplify your sales through that stunningly outbound marketing from our good pals over at Promo Pulse. It's the perfect thing if you're not doing any marketing. So head over to promopulse.io slash amp, learn how you can set your marketing and forget it in only five minutes. All right, Kirby, give us a topic. Let's amp it up. Let's go. You know, I think when it comes to media, we get plenty of bad news, right? And I think that whether that's, you know, people talking about inflation or, or supply chain or all that stuff. So I wanted to yep. give everybody like a little piece of good news. This is from PPAI Ooh. from uh, yep. uh, the PPAI media group. I saw this article and it, the survey shows that the marketing budgets are increasing to nearly mm-hmm. 10% of company revenue. Um, okay. You can find this on uh, the PPAI website, the publications. But a Gartner- 10% you said? Yeah, so, so 2022 CMO spend, uh, essentially they increased um, to 9.5% of a company's overall revenue. And in addition to that, it actually showed that the branded merchandise side of it had uh, sort of taken a bigger piece of the pie as well. Um, you know, I think when we are hearing, you know, again, if you're listening to any form of media, we're hearing all kinds of yeah. concerns about, um, you know, the economy and all that sort of thing. But when you look at this, you're like, okay, I think it gives 
it should give those of us in the industry at least some um, feel good, right? But I also think it, it gives us an opportunity to jump off and say, look, not only do people need to promote themselves in tough times, and that's something we always say, but mm-hmm. if you're doing that, you better have branded merchandise as a part of it because I think, yeah. again, the statistics are starting to bear it out. And so I thought it was a super right. interesting article and it, it provided me with some hope. And so I don't know if you'd seen that and what, what sort of takes you had on it. I haven't seen it, but I have a different take on it. And, you know, it's interesting. It'll, it actually uh, dissects or emerges right, intersects right perfectly with what you brought up. Because con- consumer confidence overall is waning. Yes. Right. Because gas prices are stupid high and, and mm-hmm. you know, demand there's demand versus supply and then inflation. We've had all those things. And I was going to ask you if it concerned you as a distributor. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I don't think it should. For the many of the reasons you just discussed from that PPAI article, I think now is the time to both be creative and proactive with your clients. They have marketing dollars to spend. And you just gave us a great statistic that it seems like marketing budgets have increased by about 10%, I believe you said. So companies are going to either look to protect their market share right now because people still have to buy things, right? They just want to make sure they're buying from them. Right. So that, and and how are they going to do that? How are they going to increase market share or protect their market share? Well, they're going to do that through marketing. And so that's, it makes total sense to me um, that that's the case. And so I think it's actually, this is a wonderful opportunity for distributors. If you look at take out COVID, Historically, our industry has done exceptionally well in down economies, Mm. always has for that very reason, because companies want to make sure they protect their market share or maybe increase it a little bit. People are still spending money. They're just being a little more judicious about it, right? Right. So you want to make sure that they're spending money with your clients. So it's a great time to be proactive with them and come up with some campaigns and uh, uh, some great promo with those campaigns, but really about the promo packaging, experiential, all those things that really will create that bond that your clients are looking for. Yeah, it's an interesting thing too. I, so I was at, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a conference um, where there were a bunch of really powerhouse speakers and Dean right. Graziosi was one of the speakers and he had like 25 minutes or something and he talked about a, a bunch of different things. But at the very end, he talked about, you know, the challenges facing the economy and he said, whatever you're thinking about doing, and, and again, he's talking to, mm-hmm. this is not a promo event, right? This is right. just marketing entrepreneurs, mostly entrepreneurs yeah. from around the country. And he's like, whatever you think you're going to do in marketing this year, double it. Yep. 100%. (laughs) And I mean, these are people who, you know, this is what they do. You know, they they make money. And so I think those people who do that understand that if you're going to, at a time like this, this is when you can steal that market share and kind of grow your business. So I think it's interesting. It it, it is. And again, it's that counterintuitive thinking. And I think there's a great quote by Henry Ford that I'm about to butcher, you know, (laughs) how do you grow your business in a down economy? You double your marketing. And I know it's not what he said. So don't yell at me, everybody. (laughs) But but it is it's in in a in an economy where people are being a little more thoughtful with how they're spending money, marketing, double down on your marketing 100%. So great, great conversation. It was kind of cool that we had uh, topics that intersected. Now, here's something that's not cool, Kirby, I've got a dumb promo alert for you. (laughs) We have seen a lot of dumb promo in uh, our time. I think we could say fidget spinners would fall into that. Um, I could think 
you know, uh, speakers that are at the bottom of a drink cup, uh, 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 drink vessel. <laughs> never really, never really got that one. Okay. But here, this might be in the top three in the hall of fame of dumb promo. I want to talk to you about the hoagie holder, Kirby. So <laughs> are you familiar with the hoagie holder? <laughs> no, strangely, I am not. All right, you know what a hoagie is, for those of you who don't know. It's a very regional term, very Philadelphia, Jersey Shore for a submarine sandwich. If you're in New England, you'd call it a grinder, but it's a long tubular sandwich. sandwich. Right. So basically, it's a tube that's designed to hold your hoagie and keep it water, waterproof uh, at the beach. Um, and yes, I know you're wondering, it does come with a belt clip. So... <laughs> <clears throat> my main question for you kirby <laughs> okay that's the funniest part <laughs> my, my main question for you is how many can i put you down for i, I almost think you should have like a bandolero uh like you know the, the crosshatch uh you know with multiple uh -huh. that you know bandolero full of hoagie holders all seriousness so it's actually from a company from uh deets and watson which is a a, a a restaurant you know kind of convenience store i think up in the, the philadelphia area and they have you can put any sandwich in and obviously they want their sandwiches in there what do you think of a promo like this because i think it's it's gimmicky and it's we're talking about it but can you ever imagine using this and storing it so it's funny you say that, that where it came from because i the only thing i thought of is that the only place that that makes sense is if you sell sandwiches so you can walk yeah. up and down the beach and and yeah. literally be handing them out that's the only yeah. way i you know, that makes sense to me but you know i yeah. I guess I'm good with uh, having a soggy sandwich. So yeah, I it's, it's absurd, um, well, but it did make me laugh. So I'm down. I don't know. Here, here in Tennessee, we have something called Ziploc bags and seem <laughs> to do a pretty good job keeping the water and sand out. But I thought it was dumb promo. Do you have another quick topic or are we done for the day, Kirby? Uh, yeah, we'll do this one. So um, okay. let me actually click on it. So Tito's. I want to, I, uh -huh. I always like to talk out, talk about booze doing good, right? So Tito's yeah. handling vodka. <laughs> Trust me, in my house, booze always does good. <laughs> yeah. So they are commemorating their 25th anniversary yep. by doing 10 grants, each worth mm -hmm. $25,000 to small business owners working to expand okay. their operations. So they're giving away $250,000 worth of grants to help entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, essentially, they've got a, so I'm, I'm bringing this up for two reasons. A, about the idea of one business kind of going out on a limb to help other businesses grow. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've lived yeah. through that sequence. Um, but also, honestly, to let, you know, the, the small business owners that listen to this know that it's out there. Uh, Dustin in yeah. my office sent it to me. The deadline to apply is actually June 30th. So there's still time. Yeah. I found this article on Inc. Magazine. So for those who are, I think that there are people who are under a million dollars looking to grow and expand. They're giving $25,000, uh, you know, it's a grant yeah. that you have to apply for. But uh, business in, since last June and earn less than a million dollars in revenue during 2021. Um, wow. And so number one, what do you think of the idea of doing this? And number two, are you going to be applying? <laughs> um, number two, yes. Um, actually, I saw this, our good pal Nadav Raviv oh, okay. out there. Uh, I think, you know, he wants someone to help nominate him for, yeah. for this thing. Love it. Love it. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a great idea. You know, we, we, it's, it's one of those politician style comments, but it's true in that this country is 
really based on small business. And when a company like Tito's that once was a small business, but now is a lot, not small. um, That's not really a sentence, but (laughs) um, when they can give back in, in a way and, and they level the playing field and it's not, we're picking, you know, it's not, we're just handpicking we're, we're going to go through an actual application process and it gives them the power. Uh, God does a couple of things. Number one, it gives them the power to, to help people, which is a great thing and in, in doing some good, right. Giving yeah. back to the community at large community right. can mean a lot of things. Number two, great marketing for them. Hey, we were there, we grew and we want to help others do the same thing. Um, so I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I yeah. love that they're in the position to do that. Yeah. And I think if, if, you know, I don't, I haven't looked at the application process, but I think you'd be foolish not to right. uh, toss your hat in the ring for that. Yeah, no, that's really, <clears throat> again, I think it gives the opportunity to, to um, kind of help other folks yeah. with a leg up. I just think that's cool. hundred percent. Like I said, you'd be so foolish not to, if you're under a million dollars, you'd be super foolish not to throw in an application, but you'd also be foolish not to enter this contest by our good pals over at Hirsch Gift. We've talked about how awesome these folks are. We've talked about the retail brands. They've got this great, great retail brand in Raycon, which is the hottest retail audio brand right now. And they're giving away a power speaker ultra. It's the power of a club wherever you go. Now I know Kirby brings the club wherever he goes just by his very nature. But this, if you're not Kirby, you can bring it now. You can bring your own Kirby. They should even call this speaker <laughs> the Kirby of Cassidy. Yeah. <clears throat> But uh, all you need to do is follow Hirsch Gift on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, share their social media posts that's dropping today um, on your social feed with the hashtag Rockin' with Raycon. And keep watch on their social feeds because they're going to keep giving other opportunities for contest entries. And if you want another contest entry, share this podcast on your social feed, same hashtag rocking with Raycon and you're going to get another entry and you're not going to be sorry you did head over to HG promo HG dash promo.com slash Raycon. And you can see the entire line, but you know what I'm going to go see right now, Kirby, I'm going to go see myself to the kitchen. Get myself another glass of this ice cold coffee. Thank <laughs> you.